Hey there, thanks for joining me here uh, at my podcast, uh, Ramblings with the Elder Tranny Man. Um, this is uh, episode, uh, see, really this, probably episode number three. Let's not uh, count the trailer from the uh, the introduction trailer that I have posted. Um, yeah, and this episode is entitled Adult Orphans. I think we all can... Uh, can um, relate to this one way or another, especially the older we get. And I'm, I'm speaking of um, over the age of 40, 45 upwards. And uh, in this episode, I have my lovely woman, Robin, here with me. Say hello, Robin. We're working on one microphone, so bear with us if it gets a little, you know, if she drifts away. <laughs> Robin. I'll try not to drift away. I'll try. <laughs> We, we <laughs> she has a habit of drifting away often often she drifts away and I have to pull her back in at the reel her in she just drifts away I give her so much line and there she goes she just drifts <laughs> sometimes it's intentional sometimes not so much <laughs> sometimes I don't drift fast enough and you can't that's it <laughs> I was like you're not drifting <laughs> further enough away come on drift <laughs> oh look a squirrel <laughs> Anyway, yeah, um, I thought uh, for this episode specifically, because today is September 12th, and uh, that might not mean anything to you, but it means a whole bunch to me because it would have been my beloved mother's 96th birthday, and uh, I was very, very close to her, and uh, uh, she passed away in day after Christmas 2016 in my life has never been the same and I don't suspect it ever will be the same um, I don't expect it to be the same however I I am desperately trying to find my way to some form of happiness of where I was pr prior to or up to that point and anyway that's why I thought it would be a, a apropos to, to discuss adult orphans and, you know, what we do when we lose our, our folks and we're older in, in life, you know, you're, I felt like when I lost my father, I lost him in 2004, I was like 42 years old. And I thought immediately once I lost him, I don't know if you felt this way uh, when you lost your first parent, when you lost your dad first, yeah, right? Yeah. So when you lost your dad, well, I lost my dad first too, but when I lost my dad, I felt immediate, I mean, instantaneous, oh my God, my mother's going to die tomorrow. That was my first thought. Did you feel like that too, or no? Um, maybe that was just an individual. Maybe right. Uh, not so much. Not m so much because Daddy had said to me, "Your mother's gonna be so upset. I'm counting on you to pick up and and do the things that need to be done." Oh well, that's because you were the oldest, right? Kid, yeah. Yeah. I was the youngest, but yeah, and and so. I went straight into that. So you took over, like he was head of household, and yes. when he passed, you kind of just stepped into his right. shoes as head of household. Yes, absolutely. But you didn't feel like like an instantaneous, oh my God, my mother's going to pass away in five minutes? No. Like that's how I felt. It was the weirdest feeling. You can't prepare for that. I but mean, there again, I was in healthcare. I knew that, you know, that that did not happen. 
Right. I mean, I mean, usually, yeah. Yeah, the, right. The norm was not, oh, okay, once you lose the right. first parent, the other one's going immediately yeah, right but after. But I although. understand how somebody would feel like that. Right. That's how I felt, and I never, you know, like I said, you can't prepare for the how you're going to feel, no. what's it going to be like without your folks. Um, until it happens, and right. then you're you're just thrown into it, and you're gonna sink or swim. Right, right, that's kind of exactly thing. right. Well, yeah. I started sinking in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened to me? I started I started sinking in 2004. <laughs> I'm not so sure. <laughs> you're just treading water. Yeah, Is I'm, that what you're I, saying? Yeah. You're treading water. I'm doggy paddling. <laughs> I'm doing every thing I can think of. To stay with my head above, just above the the, the water, the, the water line. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, I I started sinking then, and then once I lost my mother, that was oh god. That that was I can't oh. even describe that. I mean, I I hyperventilated when I lost my beloved grandmother because she, as I've told you, right. you know, and our listeners, my listeners, don't all know the story, but you've heard the story right. about how close I was to my grandmother. She lived with us. I lost her when I was twenty. And I was hyperventilating. I because she was like a mother. She was a second mother to me because right. my mother worked and uh, she lived with us and everything else. And I thought, oh my God, you know that was the worst thing. That was a twenty. Then my father and I thought, holy shit, oh my God, my I knew it was gonna. I only have one left. I mean, right. I have one left. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, when I lost my mother, there, there's no words. There's no, no words. There, I still have not. I haven't come back from that i haven't and i like no. i say i don't think i will i mean right i mean I, you know and that's understandable I, I i'm the same way even though you know i've told you i was a daddy's girl right um i mean i was a daddy's <clears throat> pardon me um but then when mama passed i was like well just like you said i felt like an orphan it's mm -hmm. very very strange after Daddy, I, I was, like, in command mode. Right. You didn't have a chance. You no, almost didn't have grieve. a chance to, to think about it. Right. Because you had a family to take care of. Right. And then, but when Mama did, it was like, all of a sudden, you know, because your parents are going to love you. Uh, I know my, my mother used to say, I may not like what you do but mm. i will always love you right and they'll always pick you and yeah catch you. i always right. have your back and and as i've told you you know that's exactly what took place in my life you, yeah you know i've told you that right right well yeah mine you know i knew that i relied on my mom not you know for so many things you know she we we you know we had we locked horns where we had to lock right. horns and stuff like that but we were so freaking close so tight some of my family members now don't even have a clue they have no clue how tight we were they just assume well because we locked horns we must have been estranged or we must have been this and we must have right. no idea how tight we were we were so fucking tight and i didn't realize not how tight we were i knew how tight we were but what I didn't anticipate or could never anticipate, um, the the gaping hole in my in, in my heart. in my whole entire being. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it just can't be filled. Like right. it can't be filled with anything of this world. It just right. And I'm I've come to I'm coming to terms with that each day, each year that goes by, but it's it's just it's just amazing. Like especially after like you, like after after your mom you it all hit you like a tsunami yeah. 
with Me Too, after my mom passed, that's when I felt the, really felt, well, I was, then I was a full-fledged adult orphan because both my parents are gone now, here I am. And I was 54, just a few months before my uh, 55th birthday, and I thought, shit, I don't even know how to walk. I feel like I I don't know how to walk. I don't know how to put my shoes on the right feet. (laughs) What the hell just happened? Somebody buy me some garanimals so I can put my clothes together. Really? Like, I don't know. I think I got my right foot on my my right shoe and my left foot. No wonder I keep making, going walking in circles. (laughs) What? I swear to God, like I, how do I hold a toothbrush? How, how right. do I get dressed? I suddenly felt like I don't know how to do jack squat, and I'm 54. Yeah. But I like, they're gone now. So now it's like, mm-mm, there's nobody, there's nobody right. there to catch me. Exactly. It's now I got to head out. You know, yeah. at 54. I mean, I was fortunate to have her until I was 54, but still. It's never long enough, right. you know. It, they were supposed to keep living forever, right. you know. They were never oh, that's supposed true. to. Yeah, and that's how you grow up thinking, right? About you ne- them. Yeah, you never think about life without them because yeah. they're, they're your parents. They're going to be there forever. Well, that's like you know. I've told you when I would get off work at the hospital, I'd go by and it would be three o'clock on a Sunday, and in the autumn, in the fall. And I'd go by Mama's, and I'd pick her up, and I, we would ride to Hendersonville mm-hmm. just to get one little cup. That's up of uh, apple and cider. just over the North Carolina state line because yeah. we're in the upstate here, yeah. South Carolina. I mean, it was just a small cup, one cup of hot apple cider with a cinnamon stick. Turn right around and come back home. Who would As do that? Me and oh. I would pick Mama up. Right. And we would do Just to that, have, yeah. Yeah, and we would do that maybe twice a month. Mm-hmm. But, and then after she was gone, I said, did you oh, keep, my word. You, did you keep going, or, I mean, well, on your you own, or what? no? Yeah, but, I mean, I did for several years. Right. But, you know yourself, I'll still ride by Mama's house. Yeah. That's the thing. I, well, were my, you know, even though we lived in South Florida for God knows 30 some odd years a big chunk of my yeah. life down there when I go by the the houses there it's not the same it, when I go by my home where I grew up where yeah. the first almost 19 years of my life in Brentwood New York right um, out on the island whenever I go by there that's where I feel everything that really? that that's well, where I feel everything you know even though well you're the, rearing the last six years I've been here in the upstate but prior to that 30 God, almost 34 years. In Florida? Yeah, in South Florida. So yeah. you would think that that's where I'd have my connection and I'd feel the mm-hmm. bond and I'd feel, you know, well, let me go drive by their house. and You know, I, well, I lived in, as you know, in the house with right. her the last eight years of her life, right. taking care of her. But um, it's just not, it's not, it's, it's just not there. And it's maybe because I guess the most carefree years and all of that happened, you know, growing up in Long well, Island. So. And you're, like I said, you're rearing. You're teaching the values. Yeah, and, that's true. And your that's structure true. and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Values and all of that. Right. It's just an odd feeling to be an adult orphan. <laughs> it, it really is the oddest thing. It's like, okay, now what? I mean, like, this is a whole new new look you know what the hell do we do with this yeah right what do you do with this i mean here we go and and you know one thing that i did that this might help 
some of the listeners out there, if you're you're grieving or you're going through this, and, and it could be you lost your mother or father yesterday, or you lost them 20 years ago, or however, whatever the case may be. Um, uh, I hooked up a phone, and I put it, I call it the phone to heaven. That was my thing. Oh, yeah. yeah I, yeah, hooked I up remember a, you right? doing that. Yeah. A landline, I hooked up a landline phone. Did not have an active landline, but the phone right. was hooked up to the jack. There was a jack in there. And so I put it in there. Whenever I was really feeling really in a shitty place and just kind of yeah. like, oh, my God, you know what? I'd pick up the phone, or if I was really missing her, um, I'd pick up the phone and, and talk to her. Like, And I could hear her in the conversation, you know, in my head. Right. Like as if we were talking because we spoke all the time. Right. So it was a regular, I, I could hear her. It would be like we're sitting here, you and I, talking right now. We'd have a conversation. We'd be talking about this. What do you think of that? Aww. She'd be like this, talking about that. She'd be, Oh, you stupid Aww, ass! And you know, we're like, yeah, this is our conversation. You stupid ass. You're a stupid ass. No, you're a stupid ass. <laughs> I love you too. I love you. Bye. Talk to you later. <laughs> and it did. It was like it, it, it helped for the moment. You know, for the moment I was on the phone, and because I could hear her in my memory, in my thoughts, in my right. mind, in my heart. You know what I mean? So, and it, it felt like a real phone call, to me. And I understand that because sometimes. Little things will happen, and I can hear Mama say, Now, Robin, you know. (laughs) Robin, are you in the nobody loves me and my clothes don't fit mood today? (laughs) (laughs) Those are not good days. (laughs) No. Not good good days, especially the clothes not fit. Not a good day. Not a good day at all. But yeah, so I, I understand what you're talking about. But you know what I, I like that you do? I think this is pretty cool, too. I mean, I have my phone to heaven, but I like what you do before any big decisions or any yes. any big things that are happening in your life, whether right. it's romantic, financial, a job, a vacation, or a health it issue, whatever the hell it is. You know, should decision. I comb my head this way or that way? It's a right. big decision. Right. <laughs> or should I get new products? You and your products. Yes. Should I buy new makeup? Oh, I've got to go talk to mom. <laughs> this is a big one. <laughs> my daddy, he'd say, don't look like a raccoon. Get that get that off of your face. You got, you got those who don't know Robin, Robin is <laughs> is she is your stereotypical southern woman. Big hair and, and lots of product. Makeup and product. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Um but she she owns it and she owns it and she wears it well. Oh, thank you. Um, but tell them what you do though before the big you know, any any major I go things to in your the life. Cemetery and uh pros and cons at the cemetery and I'm well aware and my siblings remind me of this constantly (laughs) I've heard them (laughs) yeah Um, you know they're not out there mama and daddy I said but this is the last place that I was with them in that body right in a physical sense they weren't in the body they had already gone right but 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 their body was right still there right and so i go out there and i'll rant and rave and spit and kick and (laughs) if i can hear them (laughs) if i'm in the wrong and i hear them saying now you know that is wrong i'll get ill and do all that but then i pace and i know people walking i mean riding by the the grave there yeah uh 
think, mm, she's escaped. God help us all. Should we call the police? She escaped. She's just, is she having a fit? Is that a seizure? Should, should we call 911? Dear God. But, but I escaped. do. And, and Matt, you know I do that. Right, yeah. I no, mean, I know. I, I love that, though. I think that's a great idea. And, and, he, this is another thing for anybody out there who has lost their parents, whether you've had them, they have a grave site that you can go to like Robin does or like in my, for me, I, my parents are right a few, maybe a foot and a half away from right. us right now yeah. on my dresser in an urn. It's a big dual urn um, and uh, they were cremated. So although they're right here with me and trust, I I say good night and I say good morning. I kissed it kiss them every every day um in the morning and the evening but it there's something to say about going to a, a a physical place where they physically in their physical body the right. body that they the vehicle that they drove that drove them around their spirit and their soul around here right. is right where it is for me i feel like that's it's so much more comforting and i say that from when i go up to new york and I haven't been, this is the longest time I haven't gone home, but I always go into uh, Greenwood uh, Cemetery in Brooklyn where my grandmother, my Uncle Sal, um, it's a family plot. In fact, the last spot in there is where I would be going um, if I don't stay here and get thrown in the ground <laughs> with you and we can just stir it up and spook people and <laughs> try to hang out in cemeteries like we did. Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, um, Every time I go to see my grandmother, it it it's such a different feeling it for is. some reason. I don't know, you know, how to make sense, or even if there is any reason to make sense of it, and just just go with the flow of it. But there's right. something to say about going there, feeling like I'm at grandma's house, right? Even though she lived with us, but still, this is the last place she was in her body, in this right. in this flesh and bone body that I saw her, that she was buried here. Yeah. It, whereas my parents are here with me right. right next to me where i sleep i mean right right a foot away from where i sleep but it's ashes you know and well i and mean we can have an argument about that right if we wanted right, to that but could be a whole new segment. a whole other episode but you know you hug that body growing up as right. a child yeah you you hug that body it was safe it was comfort yeah and that's just what i remember with mom and daddy now, you know, Ronnie, my yeah. husband, he passed away 27 years ago, or 28, um, and he was cremated. That's his. That was his preference, right. and so I certainly went with that. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. There's it's a difference, far, right? Yeah, absolutely there is, yes. Yeah, I, I, I definitely feel it. That's why I love... I love that you're able to go yeah. to your mom and dad like that. I, I, I really think that's a, that's a a beautiful thing to do. And, and it's a great uh, suggestion to others listening to this podcast. You know, if, if, you're, if you're needing to feel closer to your folks, you know, um, you could do like Robin and, and go visit them and talk to them before you make any decisions and you do anything in life or something funny happened to you or whatever it is you or want to share. Yeah, you're mad, go yeah, out yeah, there and listen. Vent. Nobody's right. going to tell on you out there. <laughs> That's what I've always said. I don't know why people are afraid of the cemeteries, 
because the dead's not going to hurt you. It's these that's people true. that are alive. That's true. That that's, are going to that's hurt true. you. That's yeah. absolutely true. Robin and I, <laughs> when we first were talking and getting to know each other, we met a couple of times in the cemetery. Absolutely. <laughs> in a cemetery. And she, she was shocked that I actually agreed to meet her there. Yeah, I said, <laughs> I'll meet you at the cemetery. And because it's peaceful. Yeah, and it's, that it is. It, it really peaceful. is. Yeah, it, it, it's not standing room only. No. <laughs> you, you don't want it to be standing room only, but yeah. And we, you know, and certainly show, we've always, are, are either, I mean, if I'm by myself, I'm going to show respect, just yeah. like going yeah. into a sanctuary. Right. You know, yeah. you're going to show respect. But you didn't think I would... <laughs> no, I did not. She said, I said, well, hey, why don't, you know, you want to... Well, I figured we'd meet up to, to bullshit, just to, you know, oh, yeah. shoot the shit. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, okay. And I'm thinking, all right, we'll meet at Starbucks or somewhere, <laughs> you know, I don't know, somewhere, Bojangles, something. Now, how about the cemetery? The what? The, 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 the what? You want what? The what? You're at the cemetery? Uh, do you really want? I don't want to, you know, intrude. No, no, I'm not visiting anyone. <laughs> I'm not visiting anyone. What are you doing now? I'm just parked in the corner looking real. Yeah, yeah there, she escaped again. Yeah. There she is. <laughs> she and you stepped right in that cow I patty. came right into that. <laughs> That's right. You threw the cow patty out and I stepped right on it. Okay. All right, I'll be there in a few minutes. <laughs> Flash your lights when I get... <laughs> so I can find I'll it. be the one walking around. That's it. The one walking around. And so there it was. So we, we That's where we, we hung out and sat in the car and... Like two, three, four hours sometimes, just oh, talking, and just talking. just shooting the shit. It was perfect. Yeah. Uh, and and like Robin said, peaceful as can be. I mean, it's a cemetery. Yeah. Who's to say you can't go in there and just sit? You're right. not. You're not. You know, disrespecting anybody. We oh, sat in no. the car. We didn't walk around, and not, we were no. you know, parked where right. we could be parked, and you know, and that was it. Although <laughs> there was a, there was somebody being buried. And she's going, that's the preacher. You know him? No, I just, she just figured, thought maybe it is a preacher. <laughs> well, we, then we started to try and guess who's getting buried next. And I was like, all right, maybe we should find a new place and, and, and let them be. You know, let them be. But no, it really was very calming. I mean, all, all kidding aside, it really was even just sitting there, not having anyone to visit, even just sitting there. And, um, you know, I, I just feel like, there's you have to grab on and find something that helps you day to day. I mean, I I haven't yet totally found it to get by as an adult orphan at 61. Um I I've accepted that yeah, my my world is going to be um that was Robin knocking into the microphone. I'm so sorry. Uh, she almost had a coronary. <laughs> you could have seen it. <laughs> Shook like a fucking earthquake. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I've, I've not given up trying to find my way to the, to a happy, happy place. I have started to try to accept that I, I, yeah, I'm happy. I can have great times and everything and laugh and carry on like I did years and years and years ago, but it's a different feeling. It's a different it's happy, but it's a different feeling, and I have to accept the fact that things changed. You know, my world shifted, and it's not going to shift back to where it was. It's not. That's not something that's going to come back around. And I suspect it's the same for you, Robin. Right. And 
and any everybody out there listening who who can relate and who are adult orphans have lost both your parents and you're trying to wing it and figure out what the hell happened and how do we keep moving you know um in spite of losing them um so i, I hope just follow their lead normally like they like they talk to me yeah i just day by day and you know my dad he's been past gosh 41 years but it never i don't think yeah mm-hmm. the, the wound it doesn't take the time much yeah i i totally to open that little wound i i agree too i know people always throw out their time you know he'll say yeah time does time what time does is just help us be able to put the right foot in front of the left foot right. and the left foot in front of I the agree. right foot and stand up and pull your pants and and right. and just move function right but other than that time doesn't lessen you know people everybody grieves differently yeah okay that's true everybody does grieve differently some people fly through things and other people don't the point is you can't say to somebody well you know it's been how many the years well you should just be fine no that's not the case it doesn't mean it lessens over the years it doesn't make it any harder on you um it's just that like you said you know we're we learn how time helps us continue to walk and put our Mm -hmm. shoes on and face the day and and what do we and function in life and and try to get by in life and find our our new you know rhythm if you will right but it doesn't lessen the emptiness and the hole that was left right once they've left us in this physical world it's just it's just a you can't prepare for it you know and uh you know please feel free to reach out anytime anybody out there listening um we can help each other you know and i guess that's all we can do i don't have the answers uh no more than uh anybody else right to say because what works for me might not work for you and or robin and vice versa you know well if you do if you do still have one parent or both parents (coughs) pardon me make the best out of them i mean the memories make the memories so you can look back and if you go to the same place then you can remember them remember what they said remember what they done yeah and and another thing and another thing another thing to add on to that is if you do still have your parents if you have both if you just have Mm. one video everybody's got cell phones with cameras and video 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 as much of that any anything they're having a cup of coffee they laughed at a tv show you went shopping whatever you're anything oh look i'm so i hate these shoes okay videotape them talking about them hating their shoes because this is stuff that you'll you'll treasure oh my beyond any description right after they're gone day-to-day just everyday things you know right and i i'm glad i had a lot of video of my mom um you know not just at the end but i have from both of them i videoed i was forever with the camera and video so um there's a ton of stuff you haven't seen that you'll see of my dad my mom down the house in miami all over the place but anyway i i that's my suggestion to add on to what you were saying absolutely oh my goodness yes it's it's an easy thing to do especially with the way our cell phones are you know just point and shoot See, they we didn't have cell right. phones when that. You had to pull out dad. a whole big camcorder and oh, put yeah. in the cassette and, and, and make we sure to didn't the ba- have that. Yeah, and uh, so my dad, we don't have any video of him. Yeah, and Mama, uh, you know, when she passed, uh, the cell phones had 
like just started. Right. Uh, so you don't really have anything. There it either. was the large phones. Right. <laughs> They're like microwaves. <laughs> yeah. You thought you're a badass carrying that shit. You're walking with yeah. a limp because the thing was half the size of that's your body. Right. <laughs> Analog with a plastic <laughs> antenna. You're like, that's right. I got this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad. I'm bad to the bone. It was like get smart. Yeah. With the shoe. With the, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, but, use yeah. two hands to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, see, we don't have any video of either one of my parents. That's why. And I hate that. That's why I. I and I've told some people that over over time. But it's a it's a great way to preserve. Oh, absolutely. You oh, know. My I mean, photographs are fabulous. Yeah. But there's nothing. Better the next closest thing to having them right there is is moving pictures, right? right? Movies yeah. and video and stuff. Oh yeah. So I I suggest to anybody out there, start start taping, start oh, hitting the yeah. video button. Oh gosh, to hear their voice again, yeah. that would thrill yeah. me. Yeah. <gasps> oh yeah. my good, yes. So, um, so that will um bring this episode to a a close, but uh, uh by no stretch of the the imagination or, or anything else, um, does it mean that you can't, you know, reach out? Like I said, reach out, um, message me. I was going to, in this uh, episode, try the where I can invite somebody in, but I haven't investigated that yet. And I'm going to check into that tomorrow to see how that works so I can have a, a random pick somebody randomly. Who, of course, I'll find out. I'll take a poll and who's willing to right. to come in on on a on the, on my next podcast with me, and we can chat back and forth, and uh, you know about whatever the topic is and whatever you want to talk about. And we might, I might just do a you know a free for all and just anything goes on that you know particular episode. So, um, but I want to be in on that. Uh, I can invite you in too. <laughs> We make it like a party line podcast. Yeah. Be everybody cutting everybody off. I just wanted to do this one specifically today about adult orphans, being that it was um, my mother's ninety sixth birthday, and uh, I thought it was a, a a good time to to do this this particular this yeah. particular episode. So, um, I appreciate all of you for listening, uh, following, sharing. Um, I am still looking to get this podcast. Uh, ramblings with the elder training man on itunes and so it'll be you know much easier to um to listen to and download and whatever save where you need to save it but please feel uh feel free to share and i i appreciate that share it with everyone you know that might be uh interested or you you think might enjoy it and um stay true to yourself of course and like i said uh you know, like Robin actually said, you know, make the best of the moment you have with, with your parents, those who still have them. Right. And if you don't have them, um, reach out, you know. It's okay to grieve for however, however long. It's a, it, it, it there is Yeah, there's no, sometimes, you know, it's, it's an infinite, I think it's an infinite grief. I don't think there's an end to that when we lose our parents. I really don't. And, and you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Don't let anybody Push tell you, you any, yeah, don't let them push you or tell you any different you know you you move through life at your pace and nobody else's right so um we send our love to you this is uh matt signing out of here and robin and robin signing out and i will catch you next week on the next episode of uh, ramblings with the elder training man be good be true and stay happy bye